Who raised you? Crime? Mistakes? And these motherfucking bitches? Y'all comedians know you've been biting the hate no TK on. shit for too long. TK. Motherfucking TK. Yeah. TK said, build a bridge and got over it. Want the spot, but he holding it. You controlled, he controlling it. This shit clay, he just molding it. Had to beat all of them cases. Change all of their faces. Who raised you motherfuckers? They ain't think I was gonna make it. Keep it G to a G. It's always me versus me. Never me versus him. Cause I can't be like them. Stan Latham put me on hold. But this ain't glitter, it's gold. How you gonna say no? And you don't really know who raised you. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the one and only TK Kirkland. AKA T to the motherfucking K. The jewel drop of the lake spread, as they say. <laughs> and I always try to say crazy things. I always try to challenge people's minds or give them gain from credit to um, bank systems, loaning out people money, and, 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 and just teach you guys about just life in general. I got an email um, from a young lady who did her due, due, her due diligence, tracked me down, and was reaching out to me, and her, her story and what she wanted for the people was just so amazing to me. I had to share this with her, but I had already had stuff on my doc on shows to do. And I want to introduce you guys to a young lady named Tiffany Williams, um, who's just really out here doing some great things, and I really liked her approach on how she viewed the world and business and opportunities. And Mrs. Williams, I'm going to give you the floor and allow you to uh, tell the people what you told me, and then we're going to rock from there. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Well, first of all, thank you for the opportunity for being on your show, and just thank you for the callback. You know, the 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 word on the street is you are one of the realest people that anyone can talk to about these things and you have the young folks ear and the things that you're talking about, they need to hear it. And just the fact that we're here getting started, yeah, so that's there's so many things that we can cover. Um to what's the best approach that you would like to go over because I we could talk about elder and real estate. We can it's so much stuff that we can talk about. Where do you want to start? Well, I'm going to start about your journey and what your passion is and what has led you to reach to find me and the message you want to give to our um, our listeners. Because what, what what struck you about, what struck me about you was your passion and what you were sharing with me. And I had, you had so much knowledge as well. I had to tell you, slow down, slow down, slow down understand so that's pretty much what we want to do let's take your journey talk about what when you went to school how you got into debt and what all that taught you to start your own business oh well i started in real estate at 18 years old mm-hmm. and recently turned 40 so i've been doing this a long time right. and i have had the benefit of working in every aspect from being a salesperson so a property manager, a loan officer, even a real estate paralegal. So the joke with my colleagues is she could sell you a house and take it back if she needed to. <laughs> but, 
But now, at this stage of my career, I'm a licensed real estate instructor, uh-huh. and I'm an associate broker with EXP Realty, and I'm an active realtor. But what okay. I've learned on my journey is there's so much misinformation yeah. about the real estate profession <laughs> as a whole. Okay. And what's happening is folks are jumping into the industry with a hustle mentality instead of a business mindset. Okay. This is Explain. a business. Okay. Okay. You're 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 jumping in the real you're going to these investment clubs, which there's nothing wrong with it. Right. But you're going to these clubs and you're getting financial advice and you're getting real estate advice from people that don't have credentials, that don't know the laws. So let's okay. take our wholesalers. Wholesaling is extremely popular. Listen, there's, there's, it's a great area of real estate deals. But one of the main reasons they tell you not to get your real estate license is so you're not held accountable. But what happens is by you not seeking higher learning and mastering your craft and you're treating this as a get-rich-quick scheme and hustle, you're uh-huh. missing rules. You're missing regulation, and you're putting yourself and the people that you're doing these deals with in jeopardy, whether it's to commit a crime of ignorance or really to destroy someone's financial well-being. Okay. Um, you have agents that get into it, and they're like, oh, I'm going to be a millionaire in, you know, three years. I'm going to sell these houses. So you could be a great salesperson. That doesn't make you an effective business manager. Okay, so you, have to, you can be an effective salesperson, but uh-huh. it doesn't make you a great business manager. Right. Meaning, you could be a top producer, but if you can't read a financial statement and properly plan your business for the next one to three years out, yeah. when, when, when the, market, the market is secular, which I don't think a lot of people realize in real estate, it's secular. When it's good, it's good. When it's bad, it's bad. The 08 recession was actually an example of that. So uh-huh. those that who did this for real, okay, I'm not taking shots, but those who did that for real, when the recession came, what did they do? They adjusted. They pivoted. And when it's a property management, because guess what? The banks are taking back these properties, yeah. and they're the worst property managers. So that created an entire opportunity for another set for you to continue your business. However, yeah. those that were not prepared and didn't treat it like a business, oh, I was one of them, okay? I was yeah. acting up in the street. I was in strokers. I was having fun with my girls. Right. You, you 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 lost tremendously. I was fortunate that the neighborhood I lived in, they were building homes and neighborhoods in Atlanta. I kept my home because I understood, remember, foreclosure law. And I knew right. the rules. So, you know, when people were going into foreclosure, I was like, look, they're not gonna, they don't want the house back. Go through okay. the paperwork process, which is a loan modification. Uh-huh. And you had another set of realtors who were getting their hustle on. So now when you're getting your hustle on in real estate, now you're charging people five, $600 to do modifications, and that's completely illegal. Uh-huh. So now you have a whole bunch of consumers that are now, oh, I'm a victim. They, right. took, my, they took my money. But that because you didn't have a business model, now you're scrambling and trying to get anything to get income. Whereas those who properly planned and saw the bubble burst, 
They went into property management. They went into REO sales, and they continued on while everybody else went to go work at Walmart and had to find themselves. Man, okay. All right. So, so that's my advice. This is a lucrative business, though. This is lucrative right. if you do it right. All right. So what you're, what you're trying to do is share with people the knowledge that you get into the real estate game on how you should move in this game. Move with purpose. That's what I would say, TK. Move right. with purpose. For example, if you want to go into real estate, what is the second passion that you have? Just hear me out, sir. Mm-hmm. I met a young lady. I was I was teaching pre-license. You know, Mr. Tiffany, I want to get my real estate license. I'm going to be great. I'm going to do all of these things. I said, okay, well, first off, you know, it, you know, it can take you at least 90 days to build your pipeline. Right. And then from there from building your pipeline, so there's a journey to build a pipeline, but that's a combo for another day, but I'm trying yeah. to paraphrase and summarize. So okay. you want to go into this and realize the first 90 days, you're really just building the business model, the platform. Well, what happens is you go out, you choose a broker, and if that broker doesn't have their systems in place, you're just basically sitting there hoping a deal comes on your desk. So I have started teaching my students that find your secondary passion and connect it to real estate. So I asked her, I said, what do you like? She said, oh, girl, I like decorating houses. I like buying furniture. I said, okay. When you get your real estate license, get a home staging certification. You'll never be broke. Mm -hmm. Explain. Explain that. A home staging certification is where if you go out and you see these new homes and these subdivisions and they're already furnished and they're already laid, you're like, oh, my God, I like this. Who this, this dining room table, someone designed that. Someone, that is a job. Someone went into that house and chose the paint colors because yeah. they need that model home to sell that lot that don't have nothing on it. Okay. But there's a whole certification and there's an entire sub-market to keep you paid while you're building your pipeline. Uh-huh. Um, another thing is if you have an insurance license, guess what? If you want to sell real estate, I tell folks, get your insurance. First off, let's, if you don't mind me saying this, TK, let's talk about black wealth real quick. Okay, it's created it. through insurance. Right. And it's created through real estate. Okay? And, of course, sweat, which is entertainment, running a ball, blah, 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 blah. But let's right. focus on the two things that we can control. We can control okay. Okay. that control. That control is real estate and insurance. Okay. Insurance. When you are selling insurance, first off, no we, guys, stop with the GoFundMe. Okay, it's fifty dollars a month for a basic policy. Right. If you can have a Gucci belt, you can have a fifty dollar insurance policy. And right. I'm not saying this to be in a derogatory fashion. I want us to think differently. And in thinking differently, you have to understand that when you purchase a home, you can actually purchase an insurance policy that can pay off the house in your debt. Uh So when you're buying your house and you close on your house, the next step, go buy an insurance policy that covers the entire mortgage so your loved ones are not worrying about where they're going to live six months after you're going. Now, don't they have that with insurance when you get a house anyway? They have. But that protects the mortgage company, TK. That don't protect you. Right, right, right. (laughs) You take, when that mortgage company sends you that letter in the mail to get that insurance, that's to protect them. 
Right. It's like when you close with a closing attorney, the closing uh, attorney represents the bank, not you. And people don't right. realize that. Mm, okay. They're, they're helping you facilitate the transaction, but they represent the bank. Right, right. So now what insurance do you get for to protect your house to do that? Because I think I have you get a term. You can get a term policy. You can just get a simple term policy, which is fairly okay. cheap. It's, just, it's right. in case something happens. Right. But so proper planning and preparation. I think I got every type of insurance it is in the game. But when you said that, it really makes sense because I think the insurance I have covers the mortgage company. It doesn't cover me. Right. Right. And I didn't it think doesn't. about that. Yep. I think you're absolutely right, honey. I'll be on my insurance guy tomorrow. Right. Right. And you you know what? You could keep that. You know, if you have that, you could keep it if you want to. But I still say you want that check to come to you. And you can also set, you can, you want control. Let me rephrase that. Right. You have it with the bank, but you also want control. So right. that's, well, therefore, you the bank, own your own. Yeah, the bank wants you to, the bank wants to cover their ass, and I respect that. But it's like you said, I have to take out insurance to cover me, to cover the house. And I, if I'm not mistaken, I really thought that that insurance was to cover me when I passed. But it's really to cover the bank. On, I've the check goes straight to them. But I want the insurance policy that um, something happens to me, the house is paid for, and the kids mm-hmm. keep it. Right. Right. And then also, too, another reason why our wealth is not being transitioned, you have to look at inheritance. So let's, let's, let's take a look at that, you know, really quickly. Let's look at inheritance. So now that we're looking at insurance, and by the way, for those who are getting their real estate license, that's a secondary income that you can have. So when real estate is secular and the market seems to be flattening or declining, you're not worried because you're like, I got a full real estate business over here going on. Or mm-hmm. I have a, I ha- I'm still doing real estate, but it's okay. A prime example is look at it from the standpoint of an athlete. Now that he's retired, he's a commentator. Okay. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying with real estate. Right. So you want to be able to still be in your industry but still segue that's going to give you another check because let me tell you something. There's a lot of agents. I've been there. Thank goodness I ain't there no more. TK said I couldn't be doing stuff unless I had 25 in a bank. So I had right. to get 25 up, right? Uh, but what happens is we go into this and we're thinking it's going to rain house sales forever. And right. it doesn't. It doesn't. Right. So you, you have agents that are literally sitting at the table sweating like if this deal does not close, I cannot pay my rent today. Right. Then we then we got a sub market, believe it or not, of payday loans or real estate commissions. I'm like, are you kidding me? Right. They, that's another form of, of of a way to suck your wealth and bring you into poverty. Because guess what? If that deal doesn't close for any reason, you still owe you still owe that money. Right. Or if you didn't borrow that money from that particular kind of company, that deal doesn't close. And guess what? You have 30 days of bills, or you may be getting evicted, or you you may have finance because this is a commission business. You get paid when the house closes. Right, that's true. Now, so one the, of the now, is the market much better than it was in 2007? Oh, the market is amazing. It's okay. amazing. Okay. The market is amazing. The, now is the time. It's always been even in the recession. It was still right. amazing. 
but you couldn't see it because of the stress and the pain that people were going through in the economy with the recession. But, you know, what, what do most millionaires and billionaires say? The, the opportunity is in the problem. Ah, so I like that. Had I corrected my lens, which I which I did, and we'll talk about that in a second. Had I corrected when I corrected my lens, I realized that recession probably would have been the best thing that ever happened to me. Uh-huh. But instead of viewing it, I viewed it as a problem, and it was like for the first two years, I was so depressed because I was like, "Oh my God! Like, what am I gonna do? I know how to make money, but instead of saying, you know what? Okay." Traditional sales are on a decline. Let me go after investors because you have investors that they wait for fire sales and they are cash ready and loaded. So uh-huh. instead of me selling a $400,000 house, I could have sold four $150,000 houses uh-huh. had I changed and flipped the perspective on that situation. Right. You get what I'm saying? Yes, I do. I'm listening to you. I'm just, I'm just down <laughs> to talk, man. I hope you're not bored. <laughs> no, 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 no. But, Don't worry about me. I'm, I'm staying quiet because I want my listeners to get all the information that they can from you, sweetheart. So just feel yes. free to just run with it. It's, it's, yes. it's not a dating. This is not a dating situation where I give advice and all that. You are dropping mm-hmm. knowledge today. Yes. Yes. So. You know, what I was saying is how I switched that lens and that perspective, which I did. That's how I got into accounting and business management because I was like, I could sell. That's the easy part. The house sells, they sell. But running a business was a completely different animal. Doing your bookkeeping, filing your taxes. Agents have the worst tax issues ever, and that's because they don't have LLCs. You would be surprised the amount of agents that still receive a commission checks in a personal name. Okay. And for now, those who are listening and they don't understand what that means, let me break it down to you. Okay. When you file a Schedule C tax return, you're going to be taxed for self-employment and you're going to be taxed on income. So you're going to be double taxed. So when that broker pays you your $10,000 commission check to Tiffany Williams, and uh-huh. you don't have an LLC, and you put that income on your Schedule C, you're gonna have a schedule. You're gonna have a tax on that Schedule C, and you're gonna have an income tax. Well, you get an LLC, you file an S corp, which basically tells the IRS how to recognize tax wise. And uh-huh. once you file your income and expenses for your business, so now instead of your broker paying Tiffany Williams, the broker may pay Williams LLC. So now your brokerage check, and this is also depends on your state and broker approval, guys. I'm very, very well aware of this, but just mm-hmm. ask. Most of the time, you should be fine. But what happens is when you put your income and expenses, you do your bookkeeping for, through your business, and now you're only taxed on the income of the corporation on the K-1 on your 1040 taxes. Okay. What's happening is agents... They don't, when you go to real estate school, their job is to teach you to pass a test, not run a business. That's wow. one of the main reasons I opened my real estate business school. You can get your license, but you can also get a business track where we go over what an LLC, an S-Corp, an INC is, and we show you how important this is, and we show you what income 
um, is ordinary and normal, and then what is like, you know, 1031 exchanges, how to deal with those things. And then we also talk about your business plan by saying, okay, what do you plan on doing for the first year, second year, third year of your business? Because what's happening is agents are getting in, they'll make some money, and they'll make good money, but then they'll get burnt out because they never put in a marketing system, okay? You never budgeted for your marketing budget with each right. deal that they're closing to put back out there to get you the next deal. You're and just like, I got people, a $10,000 check. Yeah, and most people, just they just go with it, right? They don't plan. Right. They don't plan. This is Look at it like this. This is the only business that you can get into depending upon where you're located in the United States for under $1,000. You cannot buy a Subway. You cannot buy a cricket store. You cannot buy a Chick-fil-A. You cannot buy any of these major brands or these franchises and for under $1,000 and still become a millionaire. That's great. That's amazing. The rate of return is ridiculous, but you, you – you, we have to also attack the hustle versus the the business, the actual business acumen. There's nothing wrong with hustling. Hustling is an activity. Hustling is what made us as people. We we took we you know we made a dollar out of fifteen cents. However, what we didn't learn was there's freaking inventory costs that we gotta set aside in taxes in that dollar. Uh huh. That's another side. Right. It's another side. And everybody's not business-oriented. Everybody know how to get money, but do not know how right. to respect money and manage money. Right. And the the recession of, was the best thing that could have happened. Yeah, because people, people are impulse shoppers. They're, they go on mm. impulse. And with social media, it doesn't help because now you're influenced even more mm-hmm. by social media. Mm-hmm. And this is the reason why I do these type of shows, so because I try to cover all different aspects of life. You know? Right. Now, you was also saying to me about how people get into debt at a young age. Like you said, you went to, like, people shouldn't really be going to college because how you got $200,000 in debt and they mm-hmm. have other alternatives. So explain to me that, too, what you was talking about because that's something that I preached last night on my show last night, believe it or not, was understand that the government pimps the state, the state pimps the city, the city pimps the people. And what I mean by that is uh, the world is based on debt, right? So they get people in high school and send these credit cards out. And you get your little $2,000 and you go to the little um, um, Foot Locker or, or Sephora mm-hmm. and spend your money up and you're not going to pay it right away. So as you grow older, you want to buy a house or get nice things and you get credit. But guess what? You um, and what happens after that? Two five years later, that two thousand now is worth ten, fifteen, twenty thousand because of interest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because and that was for TNG. Right, I said because the world is based on they want to put you in debt. And what I try mm-hmm. to explain to people is that you have to understand what the system is trying to do to you. And this is the reason why we have to have people like yourself and knowledge to give people to understand that this is what they get into, this is what they um, 
handle, know how to move, know how to think, because knowledge is everything. Because mm-hmm. like I said, I got something out of it. Because if I, like I said, I got every fucking insurance policy there is in the world, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't think I got that insurance policy to cover me if something happens to me and the house is paid for. I'm thinking, I know the house is going to be paid for, but that covers the bank. I don't get that check. You don't get it. Your your family doesn't get it. Right. My family doesn't get it. Your family doesn't get it. And that that also tackles another discussion, which is just with elders in writing their wills. Because with the other part of that is, if you don't have the proper will and the proper insurance policies in mm-hmm. place, if you don't have your 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 wishes, so to speak, recorded, mm-hmm. is that me with the feedback? No, no, no. I'm going underneath. Um. Okay. A thing, but I got you. Though. Keep going. Okay. So what happens is without proper estate planning, right? Mm-hmm. You die without a will, the government gets the property and they tie right. up and probate. Right. So that means Big Mama House, she ain't a will, it gets stuck in probate. Mm-hmm. And now you got to fight to get the house back. But oftentimes a lot of folks are like, I don't want Big Mama House anyway. I got my mm-hmm. own house. I don't want the responsibility. Right. They're missing the point. Wealth is passed through insurance and real estate. Right. That's, this is why they have a head start. Okay. This is why they have a head start. You had 400 years of free labor, mm-hmm. and then you had 150 years after free labor to change the rules that benefited you. So you got all the land, all the property, all the rights. The rest of mm-hmm. us have to buy it. Right. And the reason why we are in such the predicament that we are in when we're talking about the wealth gap and how the black wealth, how we're going to basically have nothing in the next 10 years mm-hmm. is because we are not keeping Big Mama's property. We're, we're selling it to the first person that gives us a number we like without even investigating how much of the property is worth. Right. Another thing is, let's talk about when you were putting Big Mama in these assisted living homes in your in, in these communities, they want a full statement of how much money they want access to your bank account. They want yeah, access they to the real estate. They want to know everything about your financial history so and that they can make people, themselves the beneficiaries. Right, and that's why some people, if you can, switch everything over to person you love's name because they're going to take it from you. I wouldn't even say that because you got crazy family members. When it's time to divvy that money up, I listen. I had a client when she passed away. God bless her soul. She looked me in my face. She said, "Listen, I got eight kids. I know all my kids. I don't care what they say to you. This is what I. This is what I want done. Sell my house." And I was able to sell her house, get her four hundred thousand, and the one responsible daughter. You know, while the siblings were fighting, why did she have control over the money? And I want control over mama money. And that one sister, basically, instead of putting her mom in a nursing home, because once they saw that she had sold the house and she had all this money in the bank, Mm -hmm. the nursing home was like, well, we want that money turned over to us if we're going to keep her. So she kept her daughter in her, she kept her mom in her home 
pretty much until she passed away. Mm-hmm. So that she could pass the four hundred thousand dollar inheritance to her siblings. Mm-hmm. So they're gonna. But take some it. of us are not willing to do that. Right. And 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 it's a hard thing to do. And I have to I have to admit I tell people I tell people that that's why you have to get assisting living care insurance. Mm-hmm. You have to do it because everybody is not built to take care of somebody if they're sick. Mm-hmm. It's really hard. I've seen people, I've actually seen men, like this one gentleman, he was taking care of his dad, and it was so overwhelming that the depression, he died before his dad. Mm. And, and the dad died maybe a couple of weeks later. But it's mm-hmm. a hard thing, and that's why some people can't do it. But there's ways. Mm-hmm. That's why people got to keep listening to the C.K. Kirkland show, my podcast, because believe it or not, I give the knowledge on mm-hmm. how to move. I, I have the insurance companies who come on my show to tell the people what to get, what to have, mm-hmm. what to have and how to set things up to make sure that they are um, straight because it's not how well you live, it's how well you die. I exactly. It, you know, like I see people mm-hmm. fronting and doing good. And what I mean by, ladies and gentlemen, when I say how well you live, how well you die, do you want to die in a home? Do you want to die with the, with, the, uh, with the proper care of people taking care of you? And just why you have to listen these type of shows because I have people coming on here giving the knowledge on how to move. Like you gotta plan for this shit. Because one of the worst right. things I see is that people are not prepared. Mm-hmm. They don't think they're gonna. Get you know, old. Christmas is December twenty fifth every year, and but you're scrambling in November. But you're scrambling in November. Right. Right. You ain't. That day ain't changed since you was on this earth, TK, and when I got here, too. Right. Okay? But in November, you will be surprised the amount of people that are sitting there scrambling trying to figure out December 25th when all you had to do in January was put $100 or $50 aside. Right. That's all you had to do. Just like how when we was growing up, my mother used to have, they used to have Christmas clubs. Yes, you remember that, CK? Yes, 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 yes. We did with the little passport paper book. They don't know nothing about that. They don't know nothing about that little passport book. You used to feel like a king getting his fear. You used to feel like a motherfucking king. You can tell me to put my birthday money in there, too. Right, right. And that's the stuff that we got to go through. Because you see what the again what the government is doing. It's mm-hmm. taking this knowledge away from my children, right? Like they don't mm-hmm. even have home economics in school anymore. How to they took out shops, they took out yeah. trades, all of that. And now they're trying they to sell it. it back to you. Right. So they have they You have got it for free in public education, but now they're trying to sell it back to you in college. Well, so it is. And this oh, is which- that, and this is stuff I'm trying to teach our men now, with all this information, we got to take the pressure off our women, right? 
because the young men now growing up to be gay, they're growing to be sensitive. And what men have to start doing is taking advantage of their situation and go get their children, go get their boys, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and raise their, and raise these boys ourselves. And, mm-hmm. and, and and not think about, and, and the mothers have to stop thinking about child support. Mm-hmm. They, have to, they have to stop thinking about, oh, I got to get my check. No, it's mm-hmm. time for everybody to change their way of thinking so that we can have a better way of living out mm-hmm. here because I'm tired of seeing the change of the world and the, 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 the masculinity going down on a decline. Because the women are doing the best that they can, but you guys are so influential, such influencers, that even men want to be women. Um, TK, I don't know how much more time I got, but let me break this down. First off, one, you have to look at the family dynamic, mm-hmm. the black family dynamic. And you, mm-hmm. and you're old enough to remember. I'm young enough to still remember, but you're old enough to have lived through it, right? Mm-hmm. You had two parents, and you had Big Mama, mm-hmm. okay? And Big Mama helped, and Mom was home, and she did what she, you know, she did what she could do while Dad worked. Then mm-hmm. the dynamics changed. Now let's speed it up, right? Because now you got your mom is now the new Big Mama. Now we got crack in the '80s. Mm-hmm. And that destroyed, that destroyed us. That destroyed us. It destroyed our minds. It destroyed our communities. It destroyed us. What mm-hmm. happened was when they destroyed the minds in the, in the community, they destroyed the community in the minds, what they did was they messed up the generation after. So now the new big mama is Tokyo Tony. Mm-hmm. That that's that's bottom line. China will be the new big mama. Black China will be the new big mama. It's mm-hmm. nothing wrong. I'm not saying anything negative about this young lady at all. Please do not take that. I'm just showing the shift of we went from Felicia Rashad to Tokyo Tony. Right. Who's teaching our children? Our children are influenced by social media because that's where they're getting their lessons and their information from which right. is important for shows like you to just keep putting this information out. If anybody got one thing today, I did my job. That's all I care mm-hmm. about. One thing. Right. And, 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 to, and, and to say this is to remember, we were not taught money. We were beaten if we learned how to read. You don't think that that DNA is still imprinted in us to this mm-hmm. day? And then how can I teach you to manage wealth when I have none myself? Right. And then would you listen to me if I'm not pulling up in a Maserati and flashing? Why are you right, man? Warren Buffett wears the same funny-looking suit in every meeting, and nobody questions his style. Nobody. And they will listen intently. But if I don't pull up to sell you a six hundred, sell you a $600,000 house in a Maserati, you think I'm doing something wrong. So we got a lot of work to do, and and a lot of work to do is just this, just people like you and I just talking, you know, mentoring young people and explaining 
to young people, like, this is how you have to do it. Because let me tell you something. They switching the rules on personal credit. That's a topic for another day. Those who are going into business themselves really need to look at business credit and start getting their business credit in order. Because that right there is going to save a lot of people. Because black businesses fail from access to capital and right. financial literacy. Yeah, that's true. And I owe, and I have banks that people listen to the podcast. I forgot what episode. I have banks that Afro Americans that find people loans to help them out. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I have this. Mm-hmm. I have this available. So can nobody say see? The great thing about this show is that I will have this information will stay here. This information, when I'm gone and out, this information, the T.K. Kirkland show, will still be here to give people knowledge on how to survive in this thing called life. Mm-hmm. And that's what mm-hmm. I like. And that's what I love about this show. Life right is here. life can be hard. The quality right. you choose your quality of life. Because mm-hmm. let me tell you, TK, you you are sixty five, and let me tell you, the women will get you. They will ride you out your socks and sandals, Grandpa. You hear me? But then you mm-hmm. have another sixty five year old man who's in a nursing home, and he's bent over because he didn't take care of his mind. He didn't take care of his body, and that's how he becomes a burden mm-hmm. in his family. And then because we don't, we also have emotional coping skills that we have to deal with when we're dealing in multi-generational settings. Mm-hmm. That's another dynamic. That's another conversation. But I want to make sure that I hit on this, right. um, that you had asked me, go back to, let me tell you guys, unless you're going to college with a purpose, and what I mean with a purpose, like you're going to be an engineer, mm-hmm. you're going to be a lawyer, a doctor, a nurse, if you mm-hmm. want the business and general studies, stop wasting your parents' money and time. Right. Bottom line. Because right. the debt is real. Right. The when I left real. when I left when I left college, let me let me explain to you how my career. When I okay. started out at eighteen, okay, I had a plan. I wanted to be an attorney. That was mm-hmm. like my plan. But I said, Man, I gotta make money before I get to you know, because the way my life is set up, I could not, I was a young mother, I could not see myself like, man, I got to see this kid and pay my law school bill. How am I right. going to do this? So that's how I ended up getting into real estate, mm-hmm. because I knew that was a, I could get that check immediately while I'm doing my studies. Right. So you know what happened? Just like what happened to a lot of young people. I made so much money, I put college and everything on the back burner to get the bag and never secured the paper. I should have did them both at the same time. Which but is kind of hard, though. Right, because if you ain't never had nothing, remember, this is our first time getting this kind of money. You're talking right. about a, a teen mother with a one-year-old, 19, I sell my first house and my check like five grand. Mm-hmm. You're only seeing that type of money once a month, I mean once a year during income tax. Right. So you need to tell me I'm getting a check like this all the time? Mm-hmm. TK, I was so ignorant. I would close. I would be working at a law firm. I would close on a house and make $30,000 on flipping a house. And my boy say something crazy to me, and I would pop and roll my eyes and be like, I don't need this and quit the damn job. And be broke two months later. Wow. 
Instead of, because I didn't have a mentor, right, uh-huh. what should have been done was sit your behind down and be quiet because in order to get commercial credit, you need tax returns. If you need W-2s, you need certain, you need certain income documents to buy residential and commercial real estate. Mm-hmm. So I'm spending money, but I'm not building mm-hmm. on a long-term basis. So, again, I decided the recession happened well into my career now, several years, well into my career. And I'm like, man, I never got my degree. Mm -hmm. I go back to school. I get my degree. I spent almost $200,000 to become a a CPA (laughs) and and literally went to grad school and had, I want to say, maybe I was shy maybe 12 credits. When I found mm-hmm. out that basically when you become a CPA, they're basically in charge of your livelihood. There's so okay. much you can't do. And I was like, okay, I don't want to do this. I ended up going back to real estate because it was my passion. It was my first love. And what I realized was the skills I learned, which was financial literacy, accounting, business management, were the skills that I needed to keep my business going even though we had a recession. Mm-hmm. But guess what? I left that school with $200,000 in debt. I, right. Without realizing, had I went to places like SCORE, um, mm-hmm. and different things that were available to us, which I'm a SCORE mentor, and because I give back. That's so important to me. Had I known that these things were available to me, yeah. I probably would have spent the 200000 Right, that's right. I want to expect it, but nobody is there to give me that information. No one's giving because everybody's trained. You know, you hear, you hear mm-hmm. it on the news. You hear people that's, that's successful or whatever, right? They would say, oh, my mm-hmm. son or daughter got into college. It's not for everybody. It's, it's not. not for everybody. Because like you said, you truly have to know what you want to do. If not, um, do exactly what you said. Or go get a trade. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, do you also be okay to look at the systematic? You have to also look at the system because they took these trades out of school and said college prep, college prep, which was a money mm-hmm. thing. Now when you look back, I'm like, oh, my God, they robbed us blind. They switched the rules to make it seem like if you didn't have a college degree, you had nothing. So now mm-hmm. people going to college, there is all of this debt, and you still can't get a job. You still got to open a business. Right. Yep. You sure do. I know a couple of millionaire landscapers now. Mm-hmm. I know quite a few millionaire plumbers. I know quite a few millionaire electricians. Those classes were free in school in high school. Right. Yep. And they took them out. But now, when you look at every commercial on TV, oh, get a job in construction management. Come get a degree here. So now the cycle continues. Mm-hmm. Because they saw that um, Afro-Americans and people of color was learning, mm-hmm. and they snatched that shit away. Because it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, once you get a degree for a certain job, now you got to go get another degree. They always are upping the ante when people get successful. TK, can I, can I share some real-life facts that I hope somebody mm-hmm. could relate to? Mm-hmm. You are... You tell the truth and shame the devil, okay? Right. Because when I when I was like, you know what, I'm taking it, I'm going to get my degree in accounting, 
And I went and got my degree in accounting. As I'm applying for jobs, it was like, yeah, you have this degree in accounting, but, you know, we're looking for somebody that is looking that's in an MBA program on a CPA track. Mm-hmm. After getting X amount of rejection, I said, okay, I'm going to go get my MBA and I'm going to go get on a CPA track. Start applying right. to firms. Then they were like, yeah, but your GPA in high school. Do you know how old I am? Why are we right. talking about high school and GPA? Isn't that something? And when Isn't you tell your family, yes, and when you tell your family, you tell people, this is very important why you got to make sure you surround yourself with the right people because if, you're, if you are with low-frequency people, you can't get high-frequency advice. Right, that's right. So when you're telling them this is my struggle, if they working in a the factory, they think you're being lazy. Mm-hmm. They're not seeing that this is what you're going through in this system. Mm-hmm. You could get a job. You just don't want a job. No, I just went to a job, had every credential they told me, but then they said we have to rule you out because your undergrad GPA is a 3.0, and we have a rule in HR and has to be a 3.5 and higher. I'm like, I know 10 different accounting software, and Becky don't know not one. Right. That's right. But that's why on this topic, I try to teach men and women to start your own businesses. Isn't this crazy? You have to have a degree to work for somebody, but you don't have a a degree to start your own business and work for yourself. If you if you want to attack black wealth and you want us to grow, yeah, we got to start opening businesses. We got to start opening businesses that are recession proof. Recession proof. Right. The hair industry. Because I don't care how broke you are, a, a black woman will go get her hair done. A black man right. will still go get a haircut. We need mm-hmm. to we need to have more tax offices and not with the flim flam guys like right. real H R Block, Jackson Hewitt tax offices. We mm-hmm. need to have that. We need to own funeral homes. The reason why I'm saying this is because these are this is nothing there's nothing certain but death and taxes. Why not own right. that business? Mm-hmm. Real estate, we're gonna always need somewhere to live. Grocery right. stores, we're gonna always need something to eat. Mm-hmm. I might not always think dance, but when I'm hungry I'm gonna go get a Beyond Meat burger. <laughs> Okay. Mm-hmm. And when we're dealing, when we're talking to our young people and instilling into them, you can open a, a landscaping company. You could go to John Deere right now and get a $1,500 tractor. It, you know, you want to know what rich people are scared of? Dirt. Okay? Dirt. Mm-hmm. You go buy you a snowblower. You go buy you a, a, a riding lawnmower. That's an instant business. But then the next right. step is how do I become an LLC? How do I make sure that I get tax benefits? There are tax benefits for businesses that actual people will never get. Right, that's true. Which is why you have so many of the other side owning businesses. Yeah, it's true, huh? And we and, and again, we're not taught this. You know, so mm-hmm. I love my people. I love us. We're not taught this. My 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 mother's idea of paying the bill, she had to, you know, rock, she just paid for She had to juggle to make it work. And guess That's what? True. Those tendencies had, 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 had God not put on my spirit to ask questions and to, I was always way more mature than I probably should have been. It's not in the street level, but like I was, I went, I, I recall being 16 and looking through the phone book and asking law firms, I said, I want to be a lawyer when I grow up. Can I be an intern now? This is right. me and your firm. 
Mm-hmm. Kids don't do that anymore. They mm-hmm. don't, they, the, the, the times have changed. They don't do that. Now, let's talk about today in 2020. If you are on Instagram, if you don't have a T-shirt business, if you don't have a business, but you over here taking these pictures, tell mm-hmm. yourself. Which I don't mean literally, guys, please, because that's the last thing I mean. But the point what I'm saying is that's a free platform that's making instant billionaires. Mm-hmm. But where they're going to get you is you're making this money, guys. Make sure you you get with someone, an accountant or a lawyer that can guide. A consultation is free. Or go to score and get you a mentor that can help you sustain mm-hmm. your wealth. Right. Because we all could get a lick. It's how we maintain it. Right. That's always so true, huh? It's how we maintain it. And and I love business. I, I hope you could tell. Like, I, I could do this. Or I love business. I love mm-hmm. this about this because I That's understand I that in order. I love, I, love, I love your passion. I had to, I had to get you. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you. I yeah, really I appreciate you, it. I really appreciate it. But it's true. It's true. Like, if we want to fight that wealth gap now, go open a business today. Go mm-hmm. open a business today. Take it seriously. And guess what? Some people are made to be entrepreneurs and not entrepreneurs, okay? That's so true. That's so true. I agree. You don't have to be number one. You could be right. a great number five employee. Mm-hmm. Build your business. Hire your own. They're not giving us anything. Stop looking. They're not giving us something. Or find somebody to attach yourself to. Right. See, see, sometimes you may may not be a boss. You may be someone that you have to go roll with because uh, they know what they're doing, but there's nothing wrong with following somebody sometimes. If you read The Art of War, you know that the best leaders are the best followers. Right. Bottom line. But then we got social, that goes back to your conversation, TK, is social media. Because here you are sitting here talking to me, and we're having this awesome conversation, but because I'm not doing duck face kisses and turning my behind around, nobody ain't trying to hear what I got to say. Oh, they listening, baby. They listen on my show. No, I'm saying in general, not on yes. your show. I'm saying in general. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What I'm saying right. is the, the perception on social media as well. You you ain't taking a hundred pictures in front of all these luxury things, so you must not have it. When there's a lot of quiet millionaires out there. Well, that's the thing. Quiet. We're not gonna we're not going to we're not gonna we're gonna, we're gonna try not to sell them, right? But we are mm-hmm. gonna do. Can I get this to the twelve? What we are gonna try to do is teach them, and that's why we have the show. We're gonna teach them. Well, Please, well, TK, you tell me, I would love to bring yeah, you more because, information. Because the information here is, it's up to us to give the people the information. Now it's up to them how they process it. So a reinforcement, because everything is learned behavior. When you get on mm. drugs, you learn that from somewhere. When you spark with people that talk about they're depressed, you learn that from somewhere. If you surround yourself mm-hmm. around the way successful people think, learn behavior you will learn to be successful. You will learn to treat yourself good. You will learn to love yourself because you have to go through this game confident. Mm-hmm. You have to go through this thing very confident to win. And if people right. do that, they will be okay. Yes. They it's will truly true. be okay. So you have to surrender. So that's why I have you on the show. I have other successful people 
on the show to talk to them because um, we'll get the people one by one. They're just going to take a minute. Because I have people all the time, I'm, yo, I wish I'd have heard your show three, four years ago. And that's why people mm-hmm. who know now, tell somebody about the show. <laughs> tell them about, tell them about what the knowledge that we're dropping on the T.K. Kirkland pocket. Because it's not like any other show. No, no one, no not. one is giving knowledge and teaching you about real life situations, how to survive in this thing called life. And like I said, we mm-hmm. teach about real estate. We teach about the friend of business. We try to teach you about opening your business. We try to give you the blueprint. You might have to go an extra little further to get certain things, but that's what life's about. You got to put in the work. Cause we're not going to do the fucking work for you. No. You understand? We ain't going to go do everything for you to um, to make it easy. That's not what we mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. Faith That's without works is dead anyway. So you gotta, you gotta, you gotta put, you gotta roll your sleeves up, and mm-hmm. just being clear and proper planning would would handle would, would 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 stop so many businesses from failing. But I think that people, you know, when you get into business, it's like you're 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 looking at the positive, and you know the negative is there, but you're like, ah, oh, that may not happen to me. And you're willing to risk it instead of saying no. Every time I do a deal or every time I sell a product, I'm going to put X amount of It's a discipline. Let me say that. It's a discipline to put money aside for your taxes. It's mm-hmm. a discipline to put money aside for your savings. We have to realize as a society, black, white, green, or purple, we pay taxes on everything. Why not save money for yourself? Mm-hmm. You pay taxes at the gas pump. Yep. You pay taxes at the grocery store, mm-hmm. okay? You pay taxes when you buy clothes. You pay mm-hmm. taxes when you buy a car. Right. The taxation right. does not stop. So why mm-hmm. why are you giving them 10% of everything when you are not even putting 10% away for yourself? Yeah. And leaving but, it there. But this, again, is why people have to listen to the T.K. Kirkland show. Miss Tiffany Williams, let me tell you something. I truly enjoyed this conversation because it's not an interview. It's a yes. conversation. You know, that's what I call it. It's a conversation. So before we go, let me give my little shout out. Ladies and gentlemen, you already know what's up. February 1st, Miami, Florida, Brickle at the Flamingo Theater. I'm having one of the biggest comedy shows in Miami. All right. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at TK underscore Kirkland to win your tickets. If you're in Miami, um, just come to the shows at the Flamingo Theater. Um, we're doing uh, after parties. We're having a big party at Live on Sunday. We're doing Peter Thomas on Sunday for the Thomas show. Everything will be posted today when this comes out. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we want to thank Miss Tracy Williams and put the word on Tiffany Williams. <laughs> yeah. Tiffany Williams, but thank you. Yes. Now, how do you pronounce, how do you pronounce it again? Am I saying it wrong? Tiffany Williams. You said Tracy Williams. Tiffany Williams. Oh, I'm so sorry. Tiffany Williams. Um, I don't know what my mm-hmm. mind is. I'm sorry. Um, Tiffany Williams. And put the word on the street to let everybody know that the T.K. Kirkland show is 100 all day. And I want to tell you to, to the guy that told you about the show, Tom, I said thank you. Tom, we, we truly appreciate um the love that he's given to 
make this thing rock, and we truly appreciate it, okay? Yes, and whatever you need, TK, listen, you let me know. If you want me to talk and tell people what businesses are, you know, they should look into, I'm here. I just want to educate my community because we're beautiful and we're loved and we're great people, and we have to just retrain our mind. We've just been right. socially engineered in the wrong yeah. direction. And like Michelle Obama said, when I seen her speak at Spelman College, she said, it is up to each one of us to go back and get somebody else. And I hope today by being on your show, somebody heard one thing that improved their life. Yep. And thank you for it. your time. And You're listen welcome. to Beautiful. the T.K. Kirkland Show. Yep, put the word on the street, everybody. I guarantee you, you will not be disappointed. Thank you. See you in Miami, everybody, if you come through. I totally appreciate you. Talk to you soon. Make sure you follow TK Kirkland on Instagram at TK underscore Kirkland. For more information about upcoming events and more, visit www.officialtkkirkland.com. This episode of the TK Kirkland Show was produced by Chris Thomas, executively produced by Charlemagne the God. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.